everybody file now. Da, 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 da. Everybody file now. What am I doing here? I'm very confused. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of You Have Failed with me, Say Invader. And this week, um, I, I, well, I mean, the song we've we've kind of been, yeah, we're joined by someone else, I suppose. Hello, I am Gulag. Yeah. Um. Joined by Gulag. He's he's Russian. And um, what 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 you? I don't know why he's here, if I'm completely honest with you. I am here to talk about Bullet, subsequent movie film. That's great. Cheers. But, um, why, why, why are you here? Well, I, you know Yunusev. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware of him. He's, he's your, um, friend, assistant, you know. No, he charity case. Yeah, okay. I, I kind of, I sent him out to buy all of the toilet roll. What, all, why do you need, I just need all toilet roll from shop. Why, why all of them? Well, I take massive shit. Do you mean you're going to take massive... No, 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 no. I'm currently on toilet. Did massive poo-poo. I need all of the toilet rolls. So he currently gone down to Aldi. Uh, I nearly said Weatherspoons. It's not Weatherspoons. Uh, Waitrose, Tesco, Asda. Not Sainsbury's. We have good quality here. And he, he buy all toilet roll for my big shit. That's nice. So you're recording this from, from the toilet. Well, you'll say toilets, you know, someone else's front garden, all same thing to me. You know, I go like, I do what I want. That's, that's great. Uh, thanks, thanks for getting involved. Um, I'm glad you could, you know, take time out of your busy schedule shitting in people's front gardens to, um, to be here. No, no, my pleasure. I bullet good, good role model. Yay, go, go Kazakhstan. No, no, okay. Um, you be quiet for a second, because I need to do an important important PSA about um, Black Lives Matter and I don't want you getting involved. Why not me? Because you're, you're not, you don't just, why I'm doing a series being, you know, about being nice to people and other people mattering. I don't think you're the best person to be, to be involved in that. And so just be quiet. Okay, I'd be quiet. I just continue taking my... Shit, sorry, there's there's more to come out. Okay, yeah, you keep keep doing, you keep shitting. I'll um, I'll get to this um, oh dear, next bit. Okay, so sorry about that, everyone. He he will be back, unfortunately. Um, not happy about that, but uh, for now, I will move on to the uh, regular Black Lives Matter um instalment. Where obviously we at Sigil Arts do definitely still stand with the Black Lives Matter campaign. It's still a very, very important thing. And hopefully with the election being over very soon, more media attention will be brought to it. But regardless, it shouldn't have ever dipped in the media. So if you could take to social media and use hashtags like uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter or hashtag BLM, you can sort of keep the conversation going and make sure that this important case isn't sort of brushed under the rug because other things are going on. This is something that still needs to be focused on uh, very heavily. You can also go to sites such as www.blacklivesmatter.com where you can find ways to help monetarily or non-monetarily and uh, yeah, just help out in any way you can. Educate yourself. Uh, 
sort of ignorance is one of the biggest issues in in this fight if you will um that most people they just don't realize they're doing certain things that could be seen as offensive so if you educate yourself and maybe help to educate other people we can take steps towards a better world without the way we will get back to talking about Borat subsequent movie film um which is released on Amazon Prime so if you've got access to that you can watch it if you don't have access to that let's face it you can still watch it but not legally so I'm not endorsing any of those behaviors right now but it's absolutely hilarious um a great a great social commentary and um it, it starts out weirdly enough uh, with Borat inside of inside of a gulag he start off inside me I do not remember that part no 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 he doesn't not inside you inside of a gulag I am gulag I do not remember his penis up my bum but no that's not that's not what we talk Christ, no 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 you're yeah you are called gulag for whatever reason whoever named you that is a bit weird in the head maybe you named yourself I don't know no but he starts off you know like like a Russian prison a gulag Oh, eagle leg, not legal leg. Yeah, that one. Yeah, so he doesn't start off inside inside of you. That would be weird. No, he starts off inside a gulag because his country have stopped liking him for reasons because his documentary apparently didn't represent the real Kazakhstan, um, which completely abhorrent, I'm sure. Borat, the first one, is very, very representative of his native country and all of their traditions, as I'm sure... This film is as well. Um, no, of course it, it's not. Um, it's it's a very clever film. Sasha Baron Cohen is obviously at his strongest in this film. Is he very nice? No, you're like, why are you just... Oh, he must... High five! Yes, he's a very funny man. No, Borat isn't... You know Borat's not real, right? No, he's very funny. Very nice, very nice, you know. High five! My wife! <laughs> he's a very funny man. I like him very much. Yeah, he's not... He's not actually... He's a he's a character played by Sasha Baron Cohen, who is also a very funny man. No, I've seen Sasha Baron Cohen other film. He's not he's not funny. He he very white. He very stupid. He's not he English. Who likes the English? I mean, cheers, cheers, Gulag. That's cool. You know, that's great. But Borat's not real. He um no he great hero of mine. You know he he know women belong in cage. He know this that no that's not it's not it's not that's that's not okay. This film. Is made as a, as a satirical parody. What Sasha Baron Cohen likes to do with his characters is he tricks the general public or real politicians and stuff into showing sort of their the things they try and hide in public. So he'll go to a politician and get them to admit some of their more inner racist or sexist thoughts that they wouldn't say in the public because they don't want the people to know that. And that's what Borat's about bringing out by being a bit of a racist, sexist buffoon himself. He lets these people drop their guards. So they, they do it themselves. No, no, he's a real man. He, he my idol. I worship him every day. I would, I would bend over for it. No, that's, we're not going, no. You're not, please, just, just, he's not real. It's a very clever, satirical, political piss take that the actor, actor, Sasha Baron Cohen, almost died for in this film because Americans like to pull out guns. Yes, in Russia, we like to pull out guns on American. It's very fun, but, you know, they don't like that. They're like, oh, look, communists are back. No, that's... We know they don't like communism. That's what this film sort of brings up as well. It's, you know, Borat doesn't like communism. You, you know, he's all about fascism. Or... I'm sure I let him pass. He, you know, he, 
He he would slap a woman with fish. Why you? Because I sell my one pound fish. He taken no. This, he's not real. But I have seen him do interview. Yes, because Sasha Baron Cohen doesn't like to interview as himself. It's very rare you see him do a speech or an interview as himself. He prefers to do it in character as either Borat, Ali G, uh, General Admiral Aladdin or Admiral General Aladdin from the Dictator. Um. It's very rare he comes on as himself. Even when he was promoting the Brothers Grimsby, he did the interviews as Borat because he doesn't like coming on as himself, which is weird. Well, it's not. I mean, I suppose he has more confidence as characters, but that's it's what he does. It, none of these people are real. Ali G, despite being what he is, is not real. Borat is not real. Admiral General Aladdin and Wadia are not real. Okay, that's... They're, they're all fake characters. But Borat is a documentary. This is second documentary about men who want to restore country honor by giving gifts to Donald Trump to help fascist regime in Kazakhstan. Yep, that's it's not real. I mean, Donald Trump's real and he is a fascist. But, you know, we don't... This isn't... He does it to trick people. You know, and that's where we're going to get into spoiler territories a bit because some of the stuff he does got onto the news as well. And was very outrageous. But a lot of it was pranks on people to get them to admit. Especially the um, the, the, the mayor of New York, Rudy, whatever his name. I don't care. He was a bit of a sleazeball. And we'll get to that in a minute. But it's all it's all a prank. That's something that I think people, when they watch this, they, they will need to consider. The fact that it's not for the easily offended, for definite to watch this. It's like If you get offended at things... Maybe don't watch it, but if you do, you've got to take into consideration it's a satirical piss take. None of it is, nothing is meant by it. Like, there's the bit where he enters the uh, US conference, I think, with um, the US vice president. Oh, yes, I remember that bit. He walked in dressed as a member of the KFC. No, no, it's not KFC. Yes, he, white clog, white head. He, he walk in, he's like, ah, oh, KFC. No, that's KKK. No, it's different things. Different. Oh, yes, KKK. KFC is the chicken. Yes, that's... Good, good job. That's, oh God. Yeah, no, he, yeah, so he does dress as a member of the KKK as a satirical joke that, well, of course, people supporting Trump are just going to let a member of the KKK walk in because he's making the joke that they're all racist. And to be fair, the fact that he isn't stopped kind of proves his point. But under that, he was wearing a very good Donald Trump costume with loads of prosthetics on. And then he storms the, um, the, the conference trying to give his daughter as a gift to us. Is it Mike Pence, the, the vice president? I don't really pay attention to, to any of it, to be fair. I just know I don't want Trump to win. But I, I think that's his name. I can't remember. And he walks in and he tries to give him as a gift, her as a gift, because that's the whole thing. He, he's trying to give his daughter away as a gift because the monkey he was going to give gets eaten by the daughter. And it's a bit weird. Um, Yeah, and he actually gets thrown out of that event by the real security and... Weirdly enough, the the whole fiasco made the news, obviously, months before the film was even heard about, because the film was only announced, what, a week or so, a couple of weeks before the film was released. So this was filmed way back, I think, February, March-ish time. Um, and, yeah, so that was on the news. It was like, oh, guy dressed as Donald Trump, like, crashes, rally and stuff, and no one knew it was Sasha Baron Cohen, the same way that, you know, when he went to another rally dressed like and sang that really offensive song and that's the one where he almost got shot also no one knew it was Sasha Baron Cohen but it was all over the news that this thing had happened 
Um, so weirdly enough, people had seen the film or had heard about things that were going to be in the film months and months before anyone knew that it was Borat coming back uh, for round two, uh, the American racists and sexists. And that's why, weirdly enough, at the core of it, this film is about a father and a daughter and him coming to love his daughter and realising that, you know, women aren't worse than men. I don't... That's sort of what he's... Obviously, this is coming from Kazakhstan, which obviously isn't... I'm not sure that if those views are shared over there. I don't know. I'm not going to make assumptions about Kazakhstan. But, you know, it's a nice father-daughter journey, really, under all the other stuff. But then you've got other bits where he buys her a cake. There's like a plastic baby on top of the cake. She swallows the baby. So he goes and then pranks a sort of religious person saying that he wants to take the baby out of her. But the religious person's like, no, that is a laugh. That That is a human breathing... And Borat's like, no, no, the, the baby's not alive. It it It's not breathing. And the pastor's like, no, it is. That is a laugh. You cannot take that laugh. And he's like, but I put baby in her, like my daughter, because obviously they're talking about this plastic baby, but obviously the pastor thinks that this father has now got his daughter pregnant. And it's all, yeah, a bit a bit weird. They did not, I mean, is it live? I, that's not a debate for now. No, 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 you just... It's fine. We do not need to... No. We're not going to talk about that. That's... You have your opinions on that, Gulag? We're not gonna... You just fanboy over Borat, okay? We're not gonna get political here. But you already said you do not like Mr. Trump. That's not political. That's just common sense. That's... It's not political saying Donald Trump is a prick. That's... Everyone knows it. Even Donald Trump knows he's a prick, let's be fair. Like, he can't not know... Unless he really is that dumb. In which case, fair. But moving on. Yes, I do not like Mr. Trump. The good. It's the first good thing you fucking said all recording. I still don't get why you're here. Where is UNICEF? He's going to all of the supermarket for toilet roll. It's very hard at the moment because other people seem to want it too. They're like, no, UNICEF, give me the toilet roll. And he's like, no, I need all of it. And it's a big mess. Yeah, okay. You, you keep monitoring UNICEF. I'll keep, I'll keep talking about the film, you keep, yes, I, I probably need to finish up my, no, I don't, just keep, you do you, okay, do me, I'm not going to start doing that, I mean from the front garden, oh shit, but I'm not going to do myself, stop, mm, for God's sake, just stop it, just, you, just keep quiet, I'll, I'll keep talking, okay, good, okay, so yes, we've, we've got the pastor, and he actually, because this is all during quarantine and lockdown as well and COVID and everything. He he admitted that there's two people in the film and he did self-isolate with them and they thought he was Borat. I think for a few weeks anyway, like he, he stayed with them. So he'd literally, from the minute he woke up from the, to the minute he sort of went to his bedroom to go to sleep, he was Borat to these people and he had to be Borat because they didn't know that he wasn't real. So... That's brilliant. That is absolutely fantastic. I don't get how you... It, the skill it must take to literally be Borat, what is essentially 24-7. And he said there was one time, obviously, he then went back into back into his room and he'd then got out of costume and everything and he'd um he'd get got his laptop and his phone out and, you know, to plan scenes for the next day and plan more things for the film. 
But obviously, Borat shouldn't have any of this stuff because Borat is from backwards Kazakhstan and this, that, and the other. And yes, <laughs> there's actually one night, Sasha Baron Cohen recalls that they come to check on him in the night and they they knock on the door. They're like, Borat, you okay? And he sort of pretends not to answer at first as if he's asleep, but he realises that they know he's not. So he sort of then has to, to hide everything quickly and then quickly sort of run to the door, poke his head out and be, everything okay, good night, sort of then slams this door in their face, locks it and then goes back to work. So yeah, he had to keep it under like serious wraps that he wasn't, that, <laughs> and he actually lived with these people who didn't know that he was just a, a character. And the people he lived with as well were very, um, well, they weren't very, they were Trump supporters. They were, they were your, your right-wingists. And to be fair, watching them in the film, they're not as bad as some of the people he interviewed. Don't get me wrong, they still have their, some of their extreme opinions and Borat obviously brings that out in them, like I said, making them drop their guard with this idiotic, everything-ist character. Um, but they weren't as bad and they did seem like nice enough people like they were when Borat was saying he was looking for his daughter had obviously run away to become a reporter um they actually did everything they could to help him find her and so to be fair for for Trump supporters I was a bit surprised that they weren't bigger assholes um but yeah they still had some slightly extreme views but I think when you've got a weird Kazakhstani man living with you in quarantine shit gets weird around your house let's be fair like that's not normal um so i suppose hats off to them for putting up with borat for literally i think it must have been a few weeks at the very least um that was yeah that that's that's very impressive stuff um <laughs> i i don't know if i mean i probably could but i know he's a character i couldn't imagine sort of having one, obviously, if you're in lockdown quarantine anyway, having a stranger come up to you and asking if he could stay with you because he's got nowhere else to go. Um, but what must have been weird for them is the fact that obviously you had the film crew who sort of came and went every night and it was explained to them that it was a documentary that he was filming. Um, so the doc they sort of came and went, the documentary crew, but Borat didn't, which is a bit strange I'm not sure how that was explained to them but they have come out and recently said they had no idea that and even Sesh Brown Cohen went no there's only a few people in this film who sort of were in on the joke and they were mainly the actors like his daughter um no one else knew pretty much what was was going on and it said it was hard as well because obviously Borat's very recognizable so he went through a lot of it um like on the streets and be like oh look Borat Borat and he'd have to, a lot of the times he ran away in character, like, oh no, they see me, run. And yeah, he'd, he'd go full on sort of, yeah, Borat mode. And it's incredible. I don't know how he does it. And I say hats off to, to those people for letting a stranger into your house during during lockdown and uh, tolerating that stranger being someone as insane as Borat. Um, but I suppose we'll take a break there to uh, mention the sponsor, which I believe, I believe, is still uh, the commissions page of uh, kingseyes.life and that is done by Schmerp who does brilliant work. Uh, he did great stuff on the obviously sigil rebranding, uh, fantastic new logo and that's the logo that basically gets implemented into quite a lot of stuff uh, to do with sigil now. Any unique, uh, not unique, original, that's what I'm looking for, original 
branded stuff uh, tends to get that logo or a variation of it slapped on it because it, it it's absolutely brilliant. And he does so much more. So please do go check that out on the uh, website. Uh, and yeah, you can get some great commissions for a great price with uh, someone who's very good at what he does. And whilst we're plugging, why not mention uh, the store, the merch store? We love merch. Uh, at, <laughs> you know, <laughs> King Styles Apparel. It's got uh, brilliant collections so far. I think there's now five, unless I'm wrong, in which case there's more than five. Uh, there is the uh, Statement Collection, the Creators of King's Eyes Collection, the Clansman Unite Collection, the Failure Wear Collection, and now there is a Sigil Collection that's got it to its own, and I know there are definitely uh, more to come, and we do more than just shirts and stuff as well. There are obviously hoodies, there are tracksuit bottoms, jogging bottoms, whatever you want to call them, from wherever you're from in the world. Uh, there are masks, there are phone cases, apparently there are stickers, we all like stickers, who doesn't like stickers? If you don't like stickers, you're not a real human being, it's like saying you don't like bubble wrap, you're a bit insane. Um, we all like stickers, I like the stickers, no, just get back to your, oh, my, I thought you'd gone. No, no, I'm still here, I was just finishing up my shit. When you say finishing up, I've moved to another garden, I filled this one up. That's, okay. Are you gonna stay here? Yes, I'm. I'm going to stay here. I like merchandise. You like merchandise? I don't know. I don't know this merchandise. I just like merchandise in general. You know, we all like sticker. You'll say we like sticker. I like sticker. You, you, you look like someone who got a few gold stars in school. Yes, they always said I was very special child. You still are special. Just you do you. I've, you've been over this, I'm not going to do myself, no, it's a figure of speech, just, just keep being quiet for a bit, yeah? It do us wonders. Okay, I'm just going to, uh, be quiet a bit, I'm sorry, a little bit came out, little bit, just, oh god, fuck's sake, I'm stuck with him. Anyway, yeah, so that is, uh, King Styles Apparel, you could also, um, buy the stickers, they're not shit. <laughs> that was awful. Um, you can also obviously follow this show on uh, Twitter. That is at UFFoundSV to keep updated with new episodes. Uh, old episodes occasionally get retweeted when I'm in a weird mood. And just keep up to date on the show and when there's going to be an episode, when there's not, why there's not. And it's the best way to keep up to date with the show. Or Follow me personally, which is at Vader Saiyan, because someone stole at Saiyan Vader and hasn't tweeted since 2013. So they're a bit of a prick, but that's fine. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not angry or whatever, you know, it's just a bit of a dick move. But it's cool. It's great. I don't mind. Um, follow me there for also updates on the show and just really random stuff. I sort of, a lot of it's about trading card games, to be fair. If you like trading card games, you might like my Twitter. That's generally what I post about. Um... And other stuff, rants, retweets of famous people because they have much cleverer and better tweets than me. It's basically it. But the show page is useful for you because, you know, you'll find out about the show. So that one actually has a function. My one just kind of there. Do what you want. Gulag, fortunately, doesn't have social media, so you don't have to put up with him. You're lucky. Really, really lucky. I don't know how he got this number, if I'm completely honest. I'm a bit concerned. Anyway, we shall get back to Borat's subsequent movie film, which, by the way, has a much longer title than that, but there is no way on earth I'm memorising the whole thing. That is, and 
it's <laughs> classic Sasha Baron Cohen style. It's just a really, really long title that everyone's obviously just going to call it either Borat 2 or Borat subsequent movie film, which is a brilliant enough title as it is. Now, we're going to get on to some of the more controversial things. I've already mentioned the one where he went to the uh, the rally and sung a, a song, basically like anti-things and... I think it was, was it anti-right, he said? And he sort of tricked these right-wing people into singing anti-right propaganda. And, yeah, they some people tried to shoot him and he, really, he had to sort of run off the stage and the event organisers tried to shut it down, but his staff kept it going. It was, that was bad. But then, obviously, Borat is... Um, he, he's a firm believer in in the Holocaust, Borat. Um, but he, he... So he's not one of the deniers, you know, he's not one of them. But he is also of the opinion that... Um, the Jews did it, which is wrong, um, just not correct. And obviously he uses this nine times out of ten to bring out sort of anti-Semitic views in people. But in this one, he sort of does it to take the piss out of the Internet and the way that people get news from the Internet. So he uses it, he, he finds an article that says that the Holocaust never happened. Because obviously there are Holocaust deniers out there because some people are fucking retarded and just don't believe in it, I don't know how you can not, but whatever, um, yeah, so he then gets, he gets depressed, because he thinks it hasn't happened, and then, but because he didn't have enough money to buy a gun to kill himself in his depression, he decides just to go to, uh, the, <laughs> it's, it's quite bad, the nearest, um, yeah, Jewish establishment, and um, just let them kill him or eat him. And he goes there dressed as the most offensive sort of thing. He's got like a long nose on and the hair and fangs and wings. And cause he thinks they're obviously evil demons. But there he meets... Um, oh, I can't think of a name off the top of my head. Uh, right, hang on one sec. Yes, that's it. The name, uh, Judith Evans. Uh, she was a Holocaust survivor, I believe. And, um, yeah, he, he met with her there and she was like, the Holocaust did happen. He sort of cheers and then he speaks to her and she sort of says, shows that Jews aren't all that bad. And obviously it's a satirical thing about anti-Semitism and this, that and the other. And they're not bad guys and this stuff did happen. They're not controlling the world and the media and the world money. Sort of completely sort of disarming um, the whole thing. But, um, yeah, there's been controversy about it because she's one of the people who is actually... Um, in on the joke at first she wasn't but he did then reveal everything and sort of explain everything to her so she was in on the joke for for some of it um, out of respect to her and the fact that he felt bad for what for that going out and she thought it was one thing and it was actually the other and it was a piss take so she she did know um, but recently it's come out uh, that her family, because she passed away not long after that um, film was seen unfortunately so she she died before the film came out um, and her family have now sort of, they've got a different, they've, they've tried to launch a lawsuit, um, against sort of the film now, uh, because it was a piss take, but then the lawsuit's been dismissed because she was in on the joke and she obviously could have said no at the time because she was informed that like she wasn't one of the unwitting participants. She, she had full knowledge of what she was partaking in, but I just think obviously sensitivity and everything and the fact that she died and one of the last things she'll be remembered for is now I suppose a piss take 
her family are a little bit distraught, but I mean, I'm not going to get into who's right and who's wrong in a lawsuit. That's that's not up to me whatsoever. But she was informed of the joke. So I don't that's up to you guys to decide, I suppose, if you want to decide who in that situation is right or wrong. But it is a <laughs> annoyingly, all of these are really funny scenes. And obviously they shouldn't be because they're terrible. Not terrible as in bad quality, terrible as in yeah, should you be making those jokes? But it's it is what it is, and it is a funny film. And Sasha Baron Cohen knocks it out of the park again with these sort of complete social analytics and just ripping apart people and showing their darker side and the things they probably hide and keep to themselves. He's very good at that. And then we get to uh, the big Kahuna, the uh, finale of the film, the bit it, it was all leading to, where you get um, previous mayor of New York. Um, whatever his face is, I'm not even going to look it up because he is a sleazeball and he doesn't deserve the respect. Uh, so they, um, this has all been over the news as well and Donald Trump's called out uh, Sasha Baron Cohen for it because he's a creep apparently and doing this, that and the other and Sasha Baron Cohen just completely slam dunked Donald Trump in the face for it because, I mean, one's a clever, educated man and he's actually quite funny and the other's a bumbling retard who runs the USA uh, currently. And... Uh, yeah, that was the bit where you present you present the daughter as a gift to this American. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I'm just sleazeball is the best word you can go for, I suppose, in the situation. And um, so yeah, she's the actress. I think was about twenty two, so she wasn't. But as far as he knew, this was a fifteen year old girl that was interviewing him. And um, so this is very spoiler territory now for if you care. Uh, if you don't care, you can keep listening. And, um, yeah, so he keeps... He's very flirtatious with her anyway, bear in mind. He looks like he's, I don't know, on death's door. And she is posing... She could pass for a 15-year-old, to be fair, because, I mean, 15-year-olds can get made up. That's fine. Um, I say, fortunately, she wasn't. And, like, he was getting very hands-on with her, like, and being a bit flirtatious, giving her whiskey... 15 years old, you know, whatever. The legal age of drinking over there is 21. Only a few years under, it's fine. And, uh, yes, yeah, so they do the interview, this, that, and the other, and they say it's getting a bit, bit, bit flirty. A little bit, little bit flirtatious. And then, um, yeah, then he sort of, they then make the way to the hotel, to the hotel bedroom. And that's where it gets a little bit, um, yeah. So, first of all, should an an elder gentleman of I don't know how old he is, but as I say he looks like he's knocking on death's door, so I don't know he's probably in his fifties and sixties, looks about eighty, but that's whatever. Should he go into a hotel room alone with what he thinks is a fifteen year old girl? No, that's bad. Now, if even if you just stop the claim there, and this is where his defence, well, I'll bring up in a minute, gets it's just ridiculous because. <laughs> Yeah, fine, you can make your defence about what you did later, that's fine. But the fact you've gone on your own, with whiskey in hand, into the bedroom with a 15, quote-unquote, 15-year-old girl, woman, your defence is out the window. You've done... You did dumb fucked up there, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, checkmate, you've lost. You, you've just shown the world what a sleazy, creepy, paedophilic man you are, quite frankly. Um... Because that is wrong. 
on all levels. And then let's say, you, you know, you, you get into the room and I don't know if it was in the room or the interview before you ask for like a phone number and address of this 15 year old girl as well, which is another thing like, why, why, why would you want her phone number and her address? It's a bit like, okay, nice job. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Then he gets a bit more hands on. He's sort of like, as she sort of bends over to do something or leans over, he sort of like starts touching her hip and everything and like uh, giggling. And this is when it then you get the uh, cherry on the cake as, as he leans back and then sort of slides his hand into his, under his trousers. Um, and right, and this is where you get the division. He claims that he was just tucking in his shirt. On the other hand, it looks very suggestive that he's going for something else he's got tucked into his shorts that based on his actions is probably like very small. So I don't, and obviously with a 15 year old, and it's just the fact that, you know, you can stand up to tuck your shirt and you can sort of be sitting up. But it's the fact that to do this, he has fully reclined himself and is laying back and then put his hand down there. That's very suggestive. And she's quote unquote 15. You know, it's, <laughs> and obviously, Sasha Baron Cohen at all times, he was he was in the room, he was hidden in the wardrobe um, at all times because he had to burst in and obviously stop it before he got too far because um, that was a serious concern and obviously it was proved because... I d okay, you might have been tucking your shirt in the most awkward, weirdly suggestive position any human being in the entire history of humanity has ever tucked in your shirt, right? So, okay, there's your thinly veiled excuse good job you got out of this one but wait you've taken a what you think is a 15 year old girl into a hotel room on your own both with alcohol what <laughs> what do you think you're gonna get away with here like i don't so i mean make all the defense you want donald trump can defend you all he wants but i mean you know that's like having one serial killer defending another serial killer going no no, no he wasn't trying to kill that guy he um just just polishing his knife inside his throat it's fine it's good that's not you know so you can't have one paedophile defend another one and then it'd be fine that's not how just because one currently is in charge of the country doesn't make it okay that's and this is where the film is a genius because it, it shows these people for who they are and obviously that's what the film is. At the end of the day, it's political propaganda and it is about don't vote Trump. That's why the film conveniently came out a week or so before Election Day to sort of show people that this is who you're voting for. Don't do it. This sort of shit happens. And that's what's clever. I mean, once again, hats off to Sasha Baron Cohen for having the absolute balls to, to do these things and, you know, to to put yourself in really dangerous situations to to get these truthful reactions and things out of people that the public should see but never really get the chance to see um and yeah so trump can try and defend it all he wants and you know yeah it's fine you're tucking your shirt in but you, you definitely weren't mate and you've just you've ballsed up right and um <laughs> I think you've known it for a while now. And as uh, Sasha Baron Cohen politely put in a tweet, you're going to be out of a job January 20th. So 
you know, you might want to try clean your act up because I don't even think McDonald's is going to take you at the moment. Not that there's many of them open because, you know, you handled the coronavirus very poorly in your country. Not that coming from the UK, I can judge. But, you know, you handled it worse. Um, and deny that you had anyone killed by it. That's another thing that Sasha Baron Cohen brings up in the film because he goes to like a maskless rally type thing and he's like, yeah, coronavirus isn't real, even though it fully is. And, you know, like nice job, guys. And yeah, honestly, fantastic job. And that's what this film is. It's don't vote these people in. And obviously, yeah, you've got other extremists. So it's like, you know, it shows the one end of religious extreme where you've got the that thing is la that thing is alive but that I mean that's a complete different debate on whether fetuses and everything are alive I'm not getting into that um and yeah you've got so much more going on in that the fact that he was allowed to just walk around dressed as a member of the KKK the whole anti-semitism like don't believe the internet thing and you know this that and the other and bear in mind Sasha Baron Cohen himself is a Jew so there is that oh and there's also the final punchline of the film is the fact that uh the coronavirus didn't come from from a, a bat in Wuhan. It actually came from uh, Borat, who was injected with it and then travelled the world to get to America, stopping off in Wuhan originally to eat a bat. Uh, and then, it, so he was the cause of coronavirus, and that was the whole reason for sending him to America, was to cause the corona scare. And I'm like, that's fair. You know, just blame Borat for it. And that's, this one last punchline is fine. That's, that's great. And um, <laughs> it's very, very clever in how they do that so they basically subvert everything at the end that it's not even just a political message it's sort of a piss take of the coronavirus completely with the fact that it was Borat that spread it and and not the bat so Borat is coronavirus you're still here I thought you you hadn't piped up for so long I thought I thought you'd gone I thought I could just smooth sail and get this done no more interruptions from a weird Russian guy who has a obsession with frozen fish it's just I don't really like you no no i i still hear i was listening to to your description of film uh, it's completely inaccurate that's not how i see it i see it as way to promote fascism uh, which obviously is communist i i disagree with but fascism bad we you know we do not vote in my country we just get told what to do by putin or get shot it's it's simple effective you know you should adopt adopt strategy no i'm not no it's very good you know we we, we all flourish and Population goes down daily because Putin just likes shooting so many people. It's fantastic. That's ah, that's that's great. I'm not cool. That's cool. Yeah, fascism's bad. Communism doesn't seem much better the way you're describing it. Um, anything else to, to add to this very constructive conversation? Yes, I just do not like to believe that Mr. Bollett carried coronavirus. It definitely. But it didn't come from communist brothers in China either. I think it was uh, made up by uh, what his face Donald Donald Duck Donald Daffy Daffy Trump Trump card that guy big fat umpalumpa him he made it he he is coronavirus and yes it definitely not come from Mr Bor no Borat's not real he def yeah, yeah you're right it didn't come from him it, he's not real either it's just a joke at, at the end of the film no it's propaganda made by Western civilization. To make Chinese people look bad? No, it definitely them. One hundred percent, the fat orange man. He did it. One hundred. I, I, I know. I know. I watched it with my own two eyes. How did you watch it with your own two eyes? Okay, I didn't. But I'm very confident that it was him. Okay, that's. Oh, that's not. You've taken this film too literally. 
But the documentary, it advertised a documentary made by Kazakhstani man Borat. It is definitely him. He real. No, that's not. It's all a big character joke. You know what? Yeah, he's real. I told you, it's like Santa Claus. Definitely, you believe in Santa Claus is real? I will find him one day and beat him up because he gave my children presents and we do not do that. We slap him, we did not okay. Okay, you... Ah, oh, you, you keep believing in Borat. You keep wanting to slap Santa Claus with a frozen fish. You... Yeah, okay. You're... You're strange. No, I'm Gulag. I've already told you this. My name is Austin. Oh, Jesus. No, it's... Just... Are you done? Yes, I'm, I'm done. You'll finish up your stupid show. I mean, it's been crap anyway. You've not, not enough funny stuff. <laughs> they can carry on. Not... Okay. You sure you're done? Yes, my lips are sealed. I'm good. You sure? Yes, you keep talking. I'm not talking. You're talking. Stop it. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. No, I'm not gone. Fuck. Okay. Borat 2. Subsequent movie film. Fantastic. Um, Honestly, it's brilliant. And to anyone who can handle very offensive humour that, that's meant as a... Obviously, it is all a joke. I 100% recommend you watch it um, because I can't do any of the gags justice um, by just talking about them in this manner. Um, very clever, very funny. And Sasha Baron Cohen deserves all of the applause for once again showing the racists and sexists for who they uh, who they really are and the corruption in in America and obviously I haven't mentioned everything there's loads of jokes I've left out and even the ones I have mentioned are funnier when you watch them so so do go and watch them on Amazon Prime or any other way if that's how you choose to do it but I'm not endorsing you doing anything illegally um it, it's fantastic and Honestly, I mean, if it doesn't sway you, if you're American, what way to vote? You're one of the fascists too. No, no, you, but you should watch it and realise that <laughs> those people shouldn't be in charge. Um, hopefully. Um, so obviously, without a doubt, Borat 2 has, has not failed. It's done its job and proved just how bad the corrupt leaders uh, of, of America are as are many in many countries, uh, but obviously that's probably the hub of it. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, Trump's administration has failed. <laughs> Not that anyone needed me to to say that, because, I mean, have you seen it? He's, <laughs> he's run by a fucking buffoon. So hopefully he's out soon and we get the lesser of two evils uh, in power uh, and we can move, hopefully, to a world where there are less racist assholes running it fingers crossed england gets a similar treatment next hi boris you fucked up this year and you <laughs> look at you you little git um so fingers crossed things improve um and in russia i don't think things are ever gonna i mean you seem yes we're very happy you know i do not see why we need the improvement you know we go around we slap people with fish we take them it's fine we shit in gardens i mean i don't they don't like it but it happened it's really good you know one pound fish he was a funny man in your country you got rid of him that's you that's your problem i'm we're not getting into the one pound fish guy and why he was deported that's thank you for bringing that up though that's you're a great guy, Gulag. You really are. Thank you for, for your presence today. No, no, you're completely welcome. This would have been shit if I was not here. It's really boring, you know. I'm, I'm glad I was here to spice up your, your really 
play and humor a bit. That's... <sighs> You're never coming back. Um, so thank you so much, everyone, for, for listening uh, and putting up with me and the Russian for for these uh, these minutes talking about Borat 2, subsequent movie film. I really do implore you to watch it. And if you are American, if this comes out in time, well, yeah, you've got a few hours. Vote, you assholes. I don't, I mean, I do care who you vote for, but just vote. You've got that right. Use it. If you don't, you're just as much of an idiot as, as Donald Trump. That's something you need to think about. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'll speak to you next week, where hopefully Gulag won't be here. Ah. <sighs>